0: This episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast, has been brought to you by HorrorPack.com. What's your favorite movie genre? Did I hear you say, horror? Of course I did. Why would you say anything else? Plus, I know you like those mystery boxes, right? Yes, you do. Well, we have a great box for you to do your next unboxing video with... The Horror Pack. They're available in Blu-ray and DVD packs. A one-month reoccurring charge of $24.99 gets you the Blu-ray plan. No Blu-ray player? Well, $19.99 reoccurring gets you the DVD plan. Did I get your attention? Good. Go to HorrorPack.com and sign up. Tell them Larry Greenstein says hi. Finally, HorrorPack demands that Ironmonger Brewing puts out a coffee porter all year and demands that this changes now. Also, they would like to free Tibet. Go to HorrorPack.com now and join up. See you in your screams.
1: and show notes that I will completely ignore later.
0: And why write them down? Because it
1: makes me feel like I'm doing something productive. <laughs>
0: hey, everybody, and welcome to another Team Rally, the podcast. Uh, let's see, this week we talk about... The Garage 71 at Grease the Magazine Awards show. The uh, Mysteries of the Unexplained is about Jimmy Hoffa. You know, I I really would like to figure out what happened to him. I mean, he's probably in pieces and many fish have feasted upon him at some point in time. But uh, it would be kind of interesting. And uh, we review Totis. So, uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Rally the podcast. We'll see you at the end. Bye!
1: We're trying to produce a podcast here. we get got to run our show notes. Oh, okay. Otherwise, what's the point? I don't know. You can write all the show notes want. You don't even have to use them.
0: Then we'll write them down. Where's notebook?
1: I put them in first off. I mean, I label it, but
0: you gonna say anything
1: <laughs> about what? Well, come on, I'm not coming on to you. <laughs> you gotta open up the bit. What bit? The bit we're about to do. Oh, we're about to do a bit? Yeah, oh, what did I write down? Jimmy Alva. Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: What you got there? Well, I don't know what music you've done for it, but here we go. Well, I haven't written the music for it yet, but... Uh, it's
1: Mysteries of the Unexplained! i think I have to keep looking back at the cover to say it. I,
0: it's more fun this way. I don't know why. <laughs> I forgot what book I'm reading in between <laughs> bits. This week on Mysteries of the Unexplained, this I'm... Week. What? <laughs> this week on... <laughs> I'm going to read. Let's just do a quick recap. This uh, uh, the last one was about DB Cooper, and one,
1: not that. This is a book that my family ordered back in the early 80s. Oh yes, eighty-three or eighty-two or eighty-three. Yes. That we thought it might be kind of amusing
0: to have Larry read random bits out. And so far, and so it far, hasn't been. And
1: so far, it's not proving very well. No, I'm no. But sure no. then
0: again, there's only been one bit written, written, written? read, or written, or, or written. Don't, don't be writing my book. <laughs> <laughs> so i flipped through that's the pages i flipped through the pages and found jimmy hoffa money your family had stashed away yes i found that too but i pocketed that bills. it was it was weird actually there was a three dollar bill in there with bill clinton's picture of it too i didn't understand that one but um no that opens since the 80s. <laughs> that's what's really creeping me out um and there was a stain on it i don't, I don't even want to know. Smelled like cigar smoke. That's
1: a three dollar bill and had a picture of Roger Clinton on it. So, <laughs> so this it's is about, about by Secretary of the Treasury, Tanya Harding, so it was <laughs>
0: <laughs> So this is about Jimmy Hoffa. Uh those of you who don't know, Jimmy Hoffa's body went missing in my Jimmy Hoffa went missing. He took his body with him. <laughs> yes. Supposedly. Jimmy Hoffa's went missing. He supposedly been buried in Giant Stadium in New York, but that's actually been proven and not be right. Not
1: even Mythbusters went out there.
0: That's right. Dug up the whole stadium. No, um, but uh, <laughs> exploded it. <laughs> they blew up the end zone. They blew up
1: the end zones. Uh, I thought you were going to use some sonic devices. Oh yeah, but this is Mythbusters. We got those
0: were sonic. You heard the boom. Show
1: They blew up the goalpost.
0: So he's not there. They checked a bunch of other places. He wasn't there. Um. Honestly... Hadn't been anywhere that we've looked. Yeah, honestly, I think he's probably, in small pieces, scattered all over the entire United States. Hmm. Uh, So you'll never find it.
1: Probably thrown through a wood chipper and scattered out into the closest body of water.
0: Yeah. Probably thrown through a wood chipper into the closest body of water.
1: Which, according to my pathologist friend, is the most efficient way to get rid of a body. Well, good to know. Because work. it destroys a lot of the physical
0: evidence. It's true, it does. It's unusable. Yeah. yeah. All right, so...
1: But then when you, when they find a receipt for your rented wood chipper, you go to jail. What if you own a wood chipper? When, when he finds your wood chipper in the backyard, they can get
0: forensic evidence out of it. Not necessarily.
1: Yeah, that's necessarily.
0: What if you cleaned it?
1: you got to clean it really, really, what really. What if you took it? the
0: big chewy thing out. You're like, it's never had a big chewy thing. What if
1: I took it down to the car compactor and had it made into a brick? There's that. (laughs) Then there's going to be the question of why did you have your compactor made into a brick?
0: Well, I didn't. The compactor made my thing into a brick. Why'd you let the compactor do that? I didn't have a choice. It was repoed. (laughs) You repoed it and
1: mushed it into a brick? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They can check to see if it was repoed. Well, I didn't pay the bill for three
0: months. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Jimmy Hoffa's body was never found. It's one of the biggest next-to-aliens conspiracies that are out there. Oh, and that apparently jet fuel can't melt and steal, but whatever. And that little incident in Dallas. (laughs) Yeah, and that little incident in Dallas. So, Jimmy Hoffa, president of the Teamsters Union from 1957 until he went to prison. In nineteen sixty-seven, so ten years.
1: Dis- Remember, like Babe Ruth in the picture.
0: Eh. Uh, disappeared on July 30th, 1975. Just so everybody knows, no, I had nothing to do with it. Uh, he an had an alibi. He had yes. Are he you had sure? Yes. Did you prove it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had been paroled, some say, after a deal in which still in college then. Union Vice President Frank Fitzsimmons assured the White House that Hoffa would not resume his office until 1980, the end of his prison term. According to this version, Hoffa was furious when he found out about the deal Fitzsimmons had made and was beginning to spill the beans uh, with air bunnies. Uh, about connections between union and organized crime. Hoffa was at his summer home north of Detroit in 1975. And right on the th-
1: there, right there, here's your problem.
0: Yeah. He's the leader of the Teamsters and he has a summer home. In Detroit. Yeah, I mean, Why would you have a summer home in Detroit? No, no, And on the 30th, drove to a luncheon meeting. Are you sure when that new city that OCP is putting up that he had a summer home in? No. With alleged mob leader Tony Jack Giacoloni Is he an alleged leader of the mob or is he a leader of an alleged mob? Both. Okay. And Tony Pro Provenzanano no no. Uh a teamster. Yeah, he, I don't want to piss these people off. A team, they're probably dead. They uh, have relatives. We... Good. I hope well, they well, listen to the fucking podcast. That's why they, that's why they call it a family. No, they caught... Never mind. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, Leave him alone. A teamster who had been in prison with Hoffa. Apparently, they stood him up for several hours later. He called home to see if if they had left any messages for him. His last call was to an old friend and business partner, Louis Lintow. The last witness to see him said that Hoffa was in the backseat of a car with several others leaning forward to talk to the driver. When Hoffa did not return, a manhunt began. Authorities questioned their mob contacts, dug up cornfields, and broke through cement basement floors, searching for his body. Half a dozen books have been connected with the murder, for nobody believes Hoffa is still alive, to various aspects of the continuing corrupt relationship in which the union pension funds have been mixed with the proceeds of gambling, prostitution, and illegal drugs. But a corpse, after all, is not as hard to dispose of as many people are inclined to believe, certainly not for professionals, and many of those Hoffa associated with were professionals at murder. This is done Allegedly. by... Allegedly. <laughs> that's not what it says. That's what I says. This is done by Lester Velli, Desperate Bargain, uh, something. So there you go. There's a small story of what went on with Jimmy Hoffa, and other than the Mythbusters show that showed he was nowhere near where they said he was. Or some people said he was. Or some people said he was.
1: A lot of people think they know where Jimmy Hoffa is.
0: A lot of people think they know, and a lot of people don't know anything. So... But he was probably found years and years ago, and he's like a,
1: been an unidentified corpse for ages, and he's just sitting in a box somewhere in a coroner's office.
0: No, he's probably in an unmarked grave. In they uh, oh, really want to hide a body, put him
1: in a marked grave.
0: Yeah, put him in a marked grave dig with somebody up, else's name.
1: Yeah, dig up a grave and uh, dig up a freshly dug grave. Yeah, pull the coffin out, put his body under the coffin, put the
0: coffin back down. Yeah, because uh, especially during this time, they weren't using vaults. Big things of concrete that you can put like
1: th- like three feet down from the bottom of the coffin even if they exhume that body for some reason later they're still they're not going li- to go up li- the they're likely to miss them yeah sneak. there
0: you go know. offering free advice to mobsters I think it's more of a wood is, chipper thing than anything is that, else is that considered uh, aiding and abetting or... no it's we're like, not talking to them directly like, we're not going hey Vinnie Donuts this is what you gotta do
1: well, if Vinnie Donuts gets busted for hiding a body like that, we're going to be called in the court. You know that, right? No, we won't. Is it true that you gave this idea to Vinny Donuts?
0: Like, I don't even know Vinny Donuts. <laughs> Why do they call him Donuts anyway? And he looks at you his face is all covered in powdered sugar. Alright, well there you go. Is that powdered sugar or coke? Powdered sugar. You really like donuts, don't you? Oh yeah. There you go, Vinnie Donuts. Hey, it's better than Sam the hot dog, I'm just saying.
1: I don't want to know about Sam the Hot Dog. <laughs> I don't want to know about Benny donuts. Hey, why you called Sam the Hot Dog?
0: Are you sure you want to know? Yeah. Not sure. <clears throat> Whoa! Hot Dog.
1: <laughs> Just because every time they give me sign assignment,
0: I say, Hot Dog. Yeah, every time they give me an assignment, I go, Hot Dog. No, I'm lying. It's because of my big dick. <laughs> They were going to call I me Vinnie Sausage, I love, this, I love this mobster
1: family that's all named after food. Jelly <laughs> Bag of Donuts.
0: <laughs> Save the actor. Brussels sprouts, Jeremy. <laughs> Jerome Brussels sprouts. We don't talk to him much, he stinks. Asparagus, <laughs> Willie. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Nathaniel B. beans. We stay away from him too. Google Kelly. <laughs> Google <or> Kelly. <laughs> Harry Hersheybar Bar, It's like so, yeah, he's a good guy. He's kinda of chocolatey. Dark, center. he's dark skinned. <laughs> <Chocolatey center. laughs> he's kinda of dark skinned. Call him Hershey Bar. Likes to lay out in the sun. Vinnie two-tone Lamonti. Two-tone, yeah, it's weird. Only half his body is tan; the other is pale as hell. He <laughs> Dick Tracy villains <laughs> all of a sudden. Johnny Flat Top. Oh, we saw the Jimmy Hoffa
1: thing. His prune face.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to be huffing too now.
0: (laughs) So we listened to that podcast of yours. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) You (laughs) me. You me. It was horrible. I don't even know why we listened to it. Now we use it as part of our training. They can handle it. We put them in. (laughs) They got to listen to all five years, though. That's not training. That's abuse. Yeah, training. (laughs) So there you go. That was... Mysteries of the Unexplained!
1: I'm well, um, going to get a clean version of you doing that so i can put some <laughs> creepy music around it. Uh, you know, Mysteries nice. of the Unexplained! No, I mean with you on your rig upstairs. not.
0: Oh! We'll have Harvey work it up for you. So there you go, man. That was... Uh... Mysteries <laughs> of the Unexplained! <laughs> There was some echoey in there. That was the the next part of mysteries of the on the of the boogle boogly. <laughs> yes, tune in next week for page one thirty five. Oh, I gotta look and
1: see what's on page 135. I
0: don't know now. I gotta see what's there. Let's see. Where are we? Yeah, that's. Yes. One thirty-five. It's an ad for turtle. Oh shit! That was on one thirty-five. Ooh, unexplainable. <laughs> <laughs> Please, cue unexplainable music. So the other night. Russell and I went to a custom culture or rockabilly culture or pinup culture, however you want to put it, awards show called Ink and Oil Awards. Just oil. It's sponsored. Ooh. <laughs> it's sponsored by uh, Hellbender Harley Davidson, which is in Marietta, Grease Inc. and Garage Seventy One, uh, which is an ri- uh, online radio station that plays a ton of rockabilly and punk and ska and do metal. Have, and, do we have the? Uh, um, what station is it? <laughs> Garage 71. Numerically speaking. Oh, it's online. So. Oh, it's online. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a real radio station. A, well, I mean, so it, it used internet, to be a real radio, radio station, station. And then they moved to the internet. So we were at the uh, the Ink and Oil Awards. We were guests of the guy who put it on because I've worked with him before. Really great guy. So we did that. And they did a bunch of uh, awards last night. And I'm going to read off some of them from the Grease Magazine, because they gave us the new copy after the show, so that, you know, you can have the people who won and you can know where to go. I'd tell you where to go. (laughs) Yes, you would. For Best Biker Bar and Cruise-In, B3 Bar & Grill. They're located in Austell, Georgia, and they are literally in three parts now. A music venue, a pool room, and a dance club. Each section is separate and complete. Um, How was the food? I don't know because I haven't been there, but apparently it's pretty decent. Uh, there's even a tattoo shop in the back. Mmm. Uh, it's owned by Carlos Pickers, it tries to and he's been a mainstay since December of 2012. And they're also recognized as the home for the Rockabilly Reckoning, which is a band. Just, right. Rockabilly. Next, the best <laughs> next the the best bar is the Star Bar. Star Bar. And uh I used to get those as a kid down at the 7 <laughs> Eleven. Uh the the, the chocolate inf- and Yes, the infamous Star Bar is located in Little Five Points in Atlanta. It's home to Rockabilly and Punk. They've been an underground music icon Funkabilly. for decades. What? Punkabilly. Yes, punkabilly. Rock Runk. Rock <laughs> uh, they've been Stop voted me. They've been voted the best little dive bar. They do a Monday night comedy. Every Tuesday, the Little Five Points Dance Party with DJ MP3PO and Quasi (laughs) Mandisco.
1: MP3PO?
0: Yes, and Quasi Mandisco. Uh, At 10 p.m. every Wednesday, Bike Night and Little Vinyl Lounge. Oh, no, that's at 7. So the other thing was at 10. And then live music every Thursday through Saturday, all the time. So the best restaurant, Holy Taco. Raging burrito. Oh. Holy Taco is a modern Mexican eatery in East, in East Atlanta <laughs> Village. <laughs> it's an ancient Mexican restaurant. <laughs> with a season. What did I get there?
1: <laughs> Ground corn. <laughs> and a paste.
0: <laughs> with a seasonally locally influenced menu with authentic Latin American cuisine. Made from only fresh, natural ingredients. Fresh natural ingredients. In a Glenwood Avenue home characterized by a stylish, <laughs> modern decor. As opposed to those fresh, artificial ingredients. So they're located fresh in this... Fresh ground styrofoam. <laughs> made into a tortillas. Holy Taco is located at 1314 Glenwood Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, 30316. Or visited at holy-taco.com. Look for the large patio just east of the intersection at flat shows. So. <laughs> Somebody with a house that has a large patio. Like, Get away from me. I don't have tacos. Then you got the best place to bring a date is the... the bot- library. The botanical gardens. Huh. I actually agree with that 100%. Okay. Uh, well, the- <clears> unless she <throat> has hay fever. <laughs>
1: I'm allergic to...
0: <laughs> I'm allergic <laughs> to all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God, let's go down for some Benadryl shooters. <laughs> so, Atlanta Botanical Garden is Atlanta's urban oasis located in the heart of Midtown. They do a great Christmas lights special. They do special events like weddings. They have more than 30 acres of breathtaking botanical bliss uh, located adjacent to Piedmont Park in the heart of Atlanta. It's been open more than 35 years, and there's been more than 50 updates, new exhibits, and upgrades applied to the facility, making these gardens a must-see for any couple in Atlanta. The best deck is the Rusty Barrel in Marietta. Rusty Barrel's known for his best deck. It's it's true, he is. This unique dive bar is a sister bar of the Beer Barrel down the street. However, it is bigger and brighter. The menu is limited. More (laughs) barrel-y. The menu is limited. But a quick burger or a sandwich with a beer, is it's a great place. Welcome to Quick Burger. So the Rusty Barrel is located in Marietta, Georgia, just down the street from the Big Chicken. The Rusty Barrel is creating their own memories to be remembered for years to come. Everything's just down the street from the Big Chicken. That is true. Things in Stockbridge are listening themselves. is just down the street from the Big Chicken. Well, and that's you know, way down the street from the Big Chicken. Uh, the best motorcycle dealership goes to Hellbender Harley-Davidson. Hard to believe since they're one of the main sponsors of this. Well, we yeah, have like two, right? What Harley Davidson? Like two? No. Harley Davidson dealerships. There's like four or six. Oh. They rattled off five at the thing. Oh. But there's two. Oh, these are people who didn't win. They, well, no, they do. You know, like the other award shows. These are your nominees. they only invited the winners. Yeah. So Hellbent and Harley Davidson, they're also winners. They're also in the Marietta area. And uh, they're actually a really great group of people. I've met the owners. Um, sensing a, a problem with all this. Why? People from Marietta won. No. Now, this one kind of kills me. Best thing not in Marietta. Best microbrewery. Red Hair. No comment. <laughs> yeah. They're also in Marietta. They've been around since 2011. And, uh... They're all right. Um, that's about all you're gonna get from me. Uh, but they're just across the street from a much better one uh, called Ironmonger Brewing. But uh, yeah, so there's that. Then there's the best liquor. Liquor, I don't even know her. I will tell you, who is the judge? It's uh, Jameson. So, uh, <coughs> J. Jonah Jameson. From so Marietta. Yeah, so it's from Ireland, of course founded by a Scotsman who spent most of his life as a sheriff. And uh, yes, Jamison is very, very tasty. Uh, but I would give they it... They didn't have to be a sponsor, did they? No, they're not actually a sponsor. Okay. Uh, but Tomahawk Harley-Davidson is, and Southern Devil Harley-Davidson is. So there you go. Yeah, there's two pissed off sponsors. <laughs> uh, best tattoo artist is Philip Duke from Lucky Draw Tattoos. Uh, I don't which, think I would go to a
1: tattoo parlor. It's called Lucky Draw. I don't want the quality of my tattoo being dependent on luck.
0: <laughs> well, I've been to Fugu Express. Oh yeah, Eddie. Yeah, several times, and it's phenomenal.
1: Toes it up in the air, closes his eyes, and swings at it with a mallet. <laughs> it's very, whatever, whatever splatters onto your plate is what you eat. It's very, it's very good. I've gotten
0: their bento boxes a few times. Two hours later, it's bent over a box. <laughs> oh, no. The best photographer is Trashy Betty Photography. Uh, so, Sweet Melissa, a.k.a. I, I, Trashy, Trashy I did, Betty I, Photography. I barely missed out on that one. It
1: was, it was close. Did you? Yeah. It would have really helped if I had taken some pictures this year. That
0: is true, yeah. Um, she's been around for a few years. She has a toddler that likes to be referred to as Queen Prissy. <laughs> And uh, she does a lot of... Uh,
1: I know a 36-year-old that likes to
0: <laughs> She likes to do a lot of vintage-style boudoir, pin-up, and glamour shots. They also do small weddings. Oh, yeah, it's great when she does it. When I do it, it's creepy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of creepy. Uh, small weddings, elopements, engagements, children's, newborns, seniors, and families. More boudoir is not a direction. <laughs> at tr- you can visit them at TrashyBetty.com. Uh, Then the Lifer's Car Club. They've been around since uh, 2013. They're known from Savannah all the way to Chattanooga. What's the award? Oh, Best Club. (laughs) And this person and this person. (laughs) Not even giving the categories anymore. Yeah, so they got the Best Club, Lifer's Car Club. They had a bunch of cars there. They're very cool.
1: Who got Best Special Effects this year?
0: Um Nobody. Uh, that wasn't even a given this time.
1: I must have been in the technical awards.
0: It, yeah, yeah, they weren't. They, yeah, that was done in an earlier show. Yeah. Um, so there you go, man. Uh, so, those are all the awards for that. So what about the show itself? It was really cool. It's a lot of fun. You got to see three bands. They each played three songs, and uh, they so w- nine songs all together. Well, well, it's ten songs. One one played four songs. Unfair. Uh, but uh, granted, two of them were short. They were actually very, very funny. But it was—it was great. Uh, the only problem I had with it is there was four drunk women behind us at the bar, pretty much yelling at each other, trying to just talk mm-hmm. through the entire thing. Well, that wasn't a problem with the presentation itself. That was no, that was a problem with the people. Yeah, it was really cool. Well, of course, they could have thrown them out. But... They could have. They had plenty of people going, Shh, "Quiet, we can't hear." because the microphone set up. The podium was so short, and everybody was like six foot plus. <laughs> they're, they're trying to talk. And they take it out and they bring it to their mouth and they hear oh, God, God, God. And so there was no, you know, there was- How does Charlie Brown learn anything? Yeah, there was no middle of the road, and um, it was bad. These people got to the point where, they, we went through like four or five awards and you, you couldn't hear a thing. Not a thing, even when they had it up to their mouth. All right, ladies and gentlemen, gonna, these were like, blah, 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 And it was just like, are you fucking serious? It's like, and this place ain't that big. The Strand is, I mean, it holds probably 200, 300 people, maybe 400 people. And the, the acoustics in it are really good. And they were just so loud. Every time they got loud, they got louder. And this one guy got up, and walked over there, he goes, shut the fuck up, just dead. And she goes, fuck you, I don't have to shut up. He goes, then go out in the goddamn lobby, which they didn't do. So the last four awards, uh, including the Lifetime Award, we couldn't even hear, so I left her the Lifetime Award. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm good. I don't even know this guy, so peace out. I don't want to show respect to some guy who's worked
1: all his life to do something. Yeah, why would I do that? No one shows me respect. It's because you walk out on Lifetime Achievement Awards. Well, tough. And then you can make them more
0: interesting. <laughs> it was probably really interesting. You just walked out on it. It wasn't interesting. I wouldn't have left. It was interesting. Or I could hear it. Well, <laughs> that's a different problem. Yeah. So... Yeah, the the show was great. I loved all the music. Apologies
1: to the person who won the Lifetime Achievement Award. Mm -hmm. Larry was just being a
0: dick. (laughs) Hello? (laughs) Uh, uh, The show was... (laughs) The action's You don't reflect the opinions of of (laughs) AR Products Incorporated. So, uh, AR Productions. Or AR Productions. Or AR Records. Or AR Records. Or AR Foods.
1: Martina Goodwin's. (laughs) Scruffy. (laughs) Neil.
0: Maybe Neil. Me,
1: Marissa, <laughs>
0: the any, one, any the, of our listeners? The only one that, that really truly thinks is Klaus. Klaus is kind of a jerk and really creepy. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We really did enjoy it. And then we went and ate dinner at Liberty Pizza. Liberty Pizza. And I had a...
1: Home of the Liberty Pizza.
0: I had a meatball sub and Marissa had a eggplant Parmesan sub. <laughs> and then we had, we had fried uh cholesterol. No. <laughs> no. We had fried uh ravioli. Fried lard balls. <laughs> fried ravioli. Deep fried lard balls. <laughs> and a couple of subs. We switched to the air fried lard balls because
1: it's much healthier. <laughs> Now we got
0: that new air fry oven. Alright, cue, cue, cue music. This is over. It's got a bunny on the package. Civil quality. What you got there, Larry? I got toddies.
1: Oh, wait a minute, that's fine. Sorry, take two. Okay. Larry!
0: Yeah. What you got for us, Larry? Uh, I have toddies. It's been a while, I forgot my life. Yes, you did. Uh, well, don't... that's my only line I can go. <laughs> no, you eat some of this. <laughs> uh, these are Put don't- tune in for that. Don't need this- Just eat some of this. <laughs> don't eat this salt <laughs> and limon. What? They're, they're like round. Almost funginy kind of things. Oh, then they're
1: not really funny because the fungi is kind of, you put them in your mouth and they just kind of powder out. These, these are
0: like a little more solid How do you know? You haven't eaten these yet. These can just powder out. Oh, you can could. touch it and they can just shit right in your hand.
1: Oh, <laughs> much like everything here. Everything associated with this podcast is kind of shit in your hand. It's <laughs> in your hand, not in your mouth.
0: There, there you go.
1: <laughs> Okay. We should put a positive spin on it. That's a positive spin. <laughs> this is a positive spin.
0: <laughs> Serving. I've
1: had similar. They're American oniony snacks. They look just like that. Job. So From a picture on the package.
0: I will crush every one of these, and we'll just be eating powder in a minute. <laughs> but granted, they weren't wheat snacks. Shut up. Serving size one ounce. Servings per container two.
1: How many ounces per bag?
0: One point seven six.
1: Servings per bag, 1.76.
0: is about two. 150 calories, 9 grams of fat, 1 gram saturated fat, Also, they're 2, healthy. 2 grams polyunsaturated, 5 grams monounsaturated, 0 cholesterol, 560 grams of milligrams of sodium, grams of sodium. <laughs> Salt! <laughs> <laughs> grams of sodium. Woo! Uh, 15 grams total carbohydrates. per bag, 2 million. <laughs> One tongue touch. Mm. <laughs> you get to smell it. <laughs> mm. <Hard> attack. <laughs> so, ingredients wheat flour, cornstarch, palm oil, iodized salt, citric acid, sodium bicarbonate. So, it'll make you burp. Uh, I sodium. not the counted them. Sodium. Much, well, My, where it says iodized salt, so I don't think we've even counted that much. No. In our
1: various product reviews.
0: Sodium acid pyrophosphate monosodium. Pyrophosphates. Monosodium glutamate. <laughs> yellow six lake. <laughs> it's just the lake of
1: food coloring. <laughs> what food coloring do we use? Dip it in that lake over there, <laughs> Lake Six. <laughs> Yellow lakes, they're kind of tiny. Yeah, Here's just a tough one. Ooh, they're, they're really light, too. Yeah. Are you sure these aren't plastic? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs>
1: no, are about like the ones I had before, except they were much bigger than this. These are like, these are like Cheerios that you left in them in the milk for like uh, <laughs> six hours. Now, would you describe that flavor? Salt and lemon? I don't get much lemon out of it. No, no. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Lemon or limon? Limon. Lime.
0: But still, I'm not getting much citrus at all. No. Well, I like them. Good.
1: This would be a hint of lime. Very hint. A hint, as in it's written on the bag <laughs> that it's a hint of lime.
0: There may be lime. Just, I'm just saying, uh, it my, might be i like Tostitos' hint of chip. <laughs>
1: they have like a hint of jalapeno now or something like that. I'm not trying that if the hint of lime is any <laughs> indication of how much jalapeno is going to be in the chip. 230? Sometimes like you haven't been on the show
0: before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some. The further down you go in the bag, the more limon you get. If that's the
0: case, hold on a minute. That's <laughs> the case, I'm not closing it up now before I get some. <laughs> no. Maybe, you know, like Doritos dust, seven so of the barbecue. Did we talk about the Cheetos popcorn?
1: No. On the show? No. You know, Regal Cinemas has this new thing, it's called Cheetos popcorn, where they take Cheetos dust and Put It on the popcorn, nope, no change to me. And they it, it basically comes in like a small bag, kind of like that. It has popcorn with Cheetos dust on it, with Cheetos mixed in. Then they keep it under the heat lamp, which is a you know sign of freshness. <laughs> but what it does is it, it makes the whole batch warm and I guess it makes it more Cheeto y Cheeto y Cheeto y. Linda went absolutely gaga when we went to see uh, the disaster artist. We ordered one. And she's how kind of minuscule. And so they could give us two of those because she wander on. Which is kind of good, because I've kind of spilled half mine. <laughs> there was a reason. This is that Regal that's down the street from here. They have like little school desks built onto their chairs. Which means they sacrificed a cup holder, put this little swivelly plank on there. And then basically, if somebody opens the door, the wind's enough to move the table away from you. So I'm sitting there trying to get situated and recline my chair back, and the table swings over and comes to the stopping point. Goes, and the popcorn bag does not It says plunk.
0: <laughs> did it say plunk or did it actually go over? It did both. So it went over and as it was going over, it goes plunk. Yep. So it did. Linda has been has been
1: obsessed with this Cheeto popcorn idea since we saw this at her. Since so like been what like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. She went and bought some cheese popcorn and a bag of Cheetos <laughs> mixed together. She hasn't gotten the formulation down right, I guess, but she's still obsessing over it. And the last time we went to a Quick, we went to a Quick Trip yesterday and got you know some drinks and snacks for our day out trip. And she picked up a bag of Cheetos then, and she's like, "I'm now obsessed with these things. Like it was my fault. Like I invented Cheetos popcorn. Did you, Chris? No. Yeah." I've invented other kinds of popcorns that weren't so successful, but.
0: Yes, I know. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't.
1: Know. <laughs> <laughs> only time I bought you popcorn, I bought it from a place that made it. Not, I didn't make it myself. Exactly, like, that's why I'm happy you thought
0: it that way. Oh, thanks, Chris. Fish egg popcorn. It's great. Thanks. That's you. <laughs> why oh, did you? look! Dried sardine popcorn. Thanks, Larry. Uh, I, I need it. You'd
1: have to. Not <laughs> sure as hell I need that.
0: Well, I don't know why not. It's good.
1: You're staring at me. <laughs> oh, it's, it's the beast with a thousand eyes. Thank you. And the ones that aren't staring at you have empty sockets. Uh, Delicious.
0: They're good!
1: The first bite's with your eyes, Larry. Yeah, that's one.
0: They're good.
1: I like eating helpless, defenseless critters.
0: They're dead. They're not helpless and defenseless. How more helpless and defenseless can you be? Okay, so do you want to eat a steak? It's not looking at me. It's helpless and defenseless. Only part of it. It's. Compl- I don't know where the rest of it is. <laughs> Trust me, the whole cow is being eaten by somebody somewhere. I have no proof of that. <laughs> and it's not staring at me. Could be. Nope.
1: <laughs> Next time I make you. A- I have ordered a lot of steaks in my day, and none of them have come <laughs> with the eye is still attached.
0: Next <laughs> time we go somewhere, bring a bag of googly eyes and stick it on everything you eat. <laughs> <laughs> no you're not <laughs>
1: you will forget that comment half an hour after I left you won't remember it again until by some odd chance you listen to the podcast or next time we go out somewhere for dinner and you're like oh, I was going to put googly eyes on your steak and I am like no you weren't <laughs> I need to
0: text Marissa Stop, pick stop, up a bag of googly eyes. Stop at Dollar Store, pick up all their googly eyes.
1: So next time we do a product review, you're gonna have googly eyes taped to the bag? <laughs> yes. Where are you going?
0: <laughs> the doorbell rang. Hello. Hey, can you hold this for a minute? I don't know about a minute, but well, I can hold, hold, it. hold it. Okay, so, uh, Q, uh, I like these, you like these. What the hell just ran by the window? Oh.
1: Ooh, mysteries that don't explain.
0: <laughs> eyes music. And there you have it. Another episode of Achieving Round the podcast, brought to you by I don't know two fat guys. <laughs> I mean really uh, So uh, yeah well, the awards show was pretty good uh, I know it took a while to read them all off But uh, it was a great thing uh, I love seeing the bands uh, Marissa and I both went It was a lot of fun uh, And I enjoyed it a lot The uh, Jimmy Hoffa thing like I said in the opening I really would love to figure out what happened to that guy I mean I'm not going to lose any sleep over it But you know And uh, the totes were okay so, uh, they're pretty tasty. So, uh, there you go, my friends. So, for Chris, myself, Marissa, in parentheses, Harvey, Neil, huh? And, uh, everybody else, I'm Larry saying, next week, well, it's another show. Bye!
1: This brief message.
0: Sorry, uh, um, someone's talking to me about picking their stuff up.
1: Picking their stuff. I'll be pick your own shit up. And made. uh,
0: No, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. Take two. Take two. Hot
1: dog.